from the Tulsa world. This is the OSU Sports Extra Podcast, sponsored by Albert G's Barbecue. Here are your hosts, Dean Rule and Jawan Lee. All right, season three, episode 31 of the OSU Sports Extra Podcast, back with another game preview Thursday pod for you guys as Oklahoma State plays the Houston Cougars this Saturday. Dean, how's everything going down there in Stillwater this week? Hey, it's going good, Juwan, you know. Just one of those weeks that, uh, I mean, if you're OSU, this this suddenly became a very important game. Uh, so I'm interested to see what happens. So before we hop into, you know, this talking about Houston, I want to ask, just so we can clarify for some of our listeners, is there any more clarity on this Big 12 tiebreaker and what OSU needs to do these final two weeks? So, yeah, I think if you're an OSU fan, there's there's two games you probably need to really focus in on um, this weekend, and, and that's what OSU does in Houston. That's obviously uh, key number one. They need to win that one. Um, and then if you're an OSU fan, you probably need to be rooting for Texas this weekend, Juwan, because mm. if Iowa State is able to beat Texas, uh, that would give Texas two conference losses and then things get really crazy. Um, but yeah, like, like we talked about on Tuesday, uh, it looked like the big 12 was going to come out and clarify the rule. They did that on Wednesday. Um, and so pretty much OSU is going to be rewarded for beating Kansas State and Oklahoma, um, which makes sense. It's probably the right thing to do um, because that that tiebreaker rule suggests that um, all three teams would have needed to have played everybody. And, and that's not possible or it, it's possible, but the schedule did not afford it because of the the new additions to to the conference this summer. Um, but regardless of OU and K-State played, you know, one of them would have won. Let's say, let's say OU wins and Kansas State loses. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, OU would, or OSU would be 2-0 and against those opponents. OU would be 1-1 one and, one and K-State would be 0-2. So it makes sense to give OSU the, the advantage there. Um, I think it comes at a terrible time. Uh, <laughs> if you want to talk about fueling conspiracy and 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 whatnot, uh, this does not bode well for the image of the Big 12. But nonetheless, it's probably the right decision. Um, so I think if you're if you're an OSU fan, those are the two games to have on your uh, Saturday afternoon slash evening watch list. You know when you. When you crack open your beer, those are the two games to remember. <laughs> um, you, you, you're if you're an OSU fan, you're rooting for an OSU win um, because if they lose, then it becomes you, it, they've pretty much played themselves out of the Big Twelve Conference Championship game. Um, and then you're also rooting for Texas to win because if Texas loses, then you're going to have a depending on what OU and K State and OSU do. Um, I'm just going off who's favored in these games the last two weeks. Uh, so I'm saying the favored team wins um, with the exception of Iowa State beats Texas. Then it becomes a four-way tie. Uh, and then I think OSU would then be out. So it's not guaranteed, Juwan, that they're in. But the path looks pretty good despite the absolute humbling they took last, this past weekend. 
Yeah, for sure. And just to <laughs> continue on that, we have OSU coming into this game after that 42-point loss last week. Houston also coming in off of a 24-14 loss against Cincinnati. Um, what's the matchup? Let's start offensively for OSU. What is that matchup like against this Houston defense heading into this weekend? Yeah, I think offensively, um, it, it's, it's very interesting. You know, I, I don't think Houston excels particularly well in any um in any metric that you want to like UCF had a bad record but they excelled in in a couple pretty key areas um that eventually led to them killing OSU pretty much whereas Houston doesn't really have that advantage um so I think OSU the key really is to continue we talked about it on Tuesday and I think I brought it up on Saturday this OSU team is built to win one type of game um, and that's they have to they can't they can't mount a comeback or a, a you know two multi score comeback they, they 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 really struggle in that area. Um, so the key is you got to score early, you got to score often. This is going to be I think a game where you need to rely on Ollie Gordon. You need to rely on somebody like Brennan Presley. Just get the game going early. Then you can kind of coast um, pretty easily. So, so I don't think there there's a ton of difficulty uh, with the way OSU's offense matches up to Houston's defense. But nonetheless, uh, it's going to be something that they need to start. You you can't kind of let Houston hang around. You you got to get going early. So last week, Houston gave up 204 yards rushing and two touchdowns um, against Cincinnati. Do you feel this is a week that Ollie Gordon can can bounce back and kind of, and we're looking at last week, as kind of just an aberration? I think so. Um, I think last week probably put to bed any kind of Heisman conversation with Ollie Gordon. Um, there's always next year. We'll see what he can do next year. But I, I think a 25-yard rushing performance uh, pretty much take takes any any chance out for him in, in that regard. But yeah, you know, Houston, I think, has a favorable run defense for what Ollie Gordon wants to do. And, and he's probably a guy that can bounce back and, and can do what he needs to do, um, rushing the ball, catching the ball out of the backfield, I, I think this the the opportunity is there for yeah Ali Gordon to kind of get back to looking like uh, he looked during their five game win streak. For you, Dean, what does Alan Bowman need to do in this game in order to help OSU get this win this week? You know, Juwan, I'm hesitant to say. You, you look at the stat sheet. Alan Bowman threw three interceptions um, against UCF, and that was such a big key behind. I think why. That offense was having so much success during when they were when they won five games is Alan Bowman's ability to protect the football and make the right throws. But I'm hesitant to pin a lot of those interceptions. Interceptions are, are one of those stats where it's hard to look at and say, okay, he threw three interceptions. They're all they're all his fault. Um right. he screwed. I think some of his passes, you know. Over the middle and high, that's a risky throw, especially when, you know, the ball is going to be wet, hands are going to be wet. Like, the opportunity for, for things to go wrong, it's heightened when you, you know, roll the dice on a throw like that. And so there are some mistakes he made there. Um, 
but every single one of those interceptions was, you know, doinked off somebody's helmet or shoulder pad or hands and went up in the air and UCF came down with it, right? Um, but so, so the key number one is is fix that up. Can't be turning the ball over. Um, key number two, I think, is just kind of be efficient. Play that. He's got to play that complementary role that, uh, he, he, like Ali Gordon is the offense. If he gets going, Alan Bowman's job becomes a lot, a lot easier. Um, and, and so I think it's just cut down on the turnovers. You know, be efficient with the football. I, I think he, I think OSU's offense has a pretty easy task this week. Um, but UCF found a way to shut it down last weekend, and so I'll be interested to see if Houston can kind of take any pointers from that. So, Dean, we have in today's paper an article that you wrote about can Oklahoma State bounce back, seeing as how they were kind of in a similar predicament earlier in the in the year when they lost to South Alabama and Iowa State. When they go into this game this week, do you feel that – well, first, I, the first question I want to ask you is what is kind of the atmosphere around this locker room and with the coaching staff? And next, do you feel like that loss to Iowa State is kind of in a similar circumstance of what they dealt with with UCF? I don't I think they're very different. Um I think when you look at the 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 makeup of this and when you're 2 and 2 versus when you're 7 and 3 are very uh polar opposites, right? Like 2 and 2 I mean, Juwan, we were talking is this team even going to make a bowl game? You know, we were right. talking is, is this team even you know what I think the biggest question, a lot of, I mean, if you look, social media, social media, but a lot of people were talking about what is Mike Gundy's buyout, right? <laughs> right. Like these were the questions. Yeah. And, and so fans were rightfully, I think, pissed after the, the UCF game. But OSU's been able to check off quite a few boxes um, between I what where the program was at after losing to Iowa State and then where they're at after losing to UCF, right? You know, they're going to go to a bowl game. They probably don't want to go to one of those crappy bowl games. You know, nobody wants to go to the Texas Bowl, I don't think. Um, <laughs> the Cotton Bowl, you know, a New Year's Six, uh, uh, that's pretty much done. They're not going to get one of those. Um, maybe if they win the conference, then then that gets brought back up. But but point being, they're, they're in two different spots, right? And, and they figured out what this team is in that span. Whereas against Iowa State, I don't think they they probably had a good guess at, but at the time they were playing Iowa State. Um, whereas now it's it's solidified; they know what this team is. So I think they're they're very different. They're at very different points, right? And and yeah, the, the article I wrote yesterday was they bounced back before, and now it's you got to do it again because instead of just playing for like, I don't want to say playing for pride after Iowa State. But they were they, the the walls were closing in a lot more at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you're playing for a conference championship game, right? You're playing to be in that game. Um, so so the bounce back is very important. But uh, yeah, I think it, it's the different circumstances, but they need to result in the same outcome. They need to bounce back. They need to beat Houston. They need to beat BYU. Um, and, and then that puts you in Arlington, which. It's a spot I don't think anybody really predicted at the start of the season. 
Dan, what can you tell me about this Houston offense? Make sense of of that side of the ball for me. You know, it, it's a similar. It's somewhat similar with UCF, right? UCF had Gus Malzahn, who kind of had, is that offensive guru. Houston's got Dana Holgerson, who, I mean, OSU people are going to remember Dana Holgerson's offenses back in uh, twenty. Oh my gosh, Juwan, why am I blanking on it? It's 2010. That took way longer than it should have. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he's got that offensive mind. He, he's able to put together good good schemes, get good matchups, similar to Gus Malzahn. Um, they, they've got a quarterback that OSU fans might remember, uh, Donovan Smith, who played at Texas Tech back in 2021. And he was held to like 85 yards against that OSU defense, but that OSU defense was, um, you know, stout to say the least. Um, now he's at, now he's at Houston. He transferred there this off season, and he's got some more years under him. Uh, and I think he he's a, a pretty decent quarterback um, that that Houston's running with, and they have a receiver, uh, Samuel Brown, who ranks second in the Big 12 in receiving yards. So. He's got his go-to target. He's got a, a experienced quarterback. And that's kind of, I think, the 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 rhythm of that Houston offense. They they struggle to run the football. Um, that is not a strength of theirs. So once again, it's going to be kind of on the OSU secondary to shut shut this down. And they didn't do it against UCF. The big plays continue to be a problem. Uh, so, so I think that's really going to be a determining factor in how close this game is. So, Dean, I'm going to give you two games that Houston has played, and I want you to tell me of those games, which one do you feel like is closer to being the reality of this Houston team? So they played Texas, who was ranked number eight, and they lost 31 to 24. And then the next week they played Kansas State and they lost 41 to zero. Which one is the real Houston team in that in that sense? You know, as much as I probably want to say it's that Texas game, I probably say it's a little closer to that Kansas State game. Okay. Um, they they very much do, I think, have a, a Jekyll and Hyde kind of kind of program that can get hot or is either really hot or really cold. And you know that Texas game, uh, you know, there was some controversy I think on a spot late in that game that kind of killed a, a chance of Houston tying it up. But, um, you, you know, I, I think consistency is something that they've struggled with to find this year. Um, it, it's been a problem. So I think you probably say it's it's more like that K-State game. Um, but I think there's going to be a couple extra elements to, to Saturday's game with it being senior day. Uh, you know, that program went through some tragedy. Uh last weekend so i think i think there's going to be a little bit more uh elements than just a, a football game uh, in houston this week this weekend but you in terms of actual gameplay it, it's probably closer to that uh kansas state game i think then you gave us a stat tuesday about man i, I want you to i want you to explain it because i don't i don't want to mess it up but it has something to do with when they were held up under when they were held to single digits. Can you explain that stat for us again? Yeah, so 
There's there's two games left. Well, plus a bowl game, possibly a conference. There's three to four games left in in year number nineteen under Mike Gundy. Um, and so if you go if we rewind all the way back to 2005 and look at every single game Mike Gundy's coached. Um, only eight times has OSU been held to nine or less points. Um, surprisingly, this year where it's happened twice. Um, this is not the only year where that's happened twice. It also happened in 2009. Mm. Um, but point being in games where they've scored nine or less points, the following game, they have lost every single time. Um, yeah, recently, you know, you had, you had, they lost 33 to seven to South Alabama. Uh, they, they went on to lose, 34 to 27 against Iowa State the following week. Um, I think in 2009, they were shut out against OU, and then they lost the Cotton Bowl 21 to 7 against Ole Miss. So, point being, and we have that all up on on the website. So, if anybody wants to go look at, I, I detailed every single one of those games and, and the following opponent, if, if somebody wants to dig a little deeper into that. But we take that bowl game out because they would not have played a game after that bowl game. And then we're still waiting, you know, the jury is still out on what they do after being held three points against UCF. But overall, under Mike Gundy, when they score nine or less points in a game, the following week they are 0-6, Juwan, all time. Um, So there's a pretty ugly streak that they have the chance to break uh, this weekend. Ironically, they also lost to Houston that year. So earlier in that that season. So... um, all right, well, you know, it's our favorite time of the show. Well, I don't know if it's everybody's favorite time of the show because I can't seem to get them right, but it's it's prediction time. Houston is 0-1 against ranked teams, which the 0-1 came against Texas where, you know, they had they played them pretty close there. So let's get your your prediction, Dean, for, for Saturday's game. Yeah, Juwan, I'm going. It's it's This is another one I'm, I'm going to – end up saying it's closer than a lot of people expect um but i think it's a i think it's a little too hard to say oh she loses this one i'm gonna go somewhere in the range of about pretty much that texas score i'll go i'll go 31 24 um oh she pulls it out well dean last week i felt I felt a little troublesome about picking OSU to win. <laughs> I felt just a tad bit troublesome about picking them to win, but I feel a little more confident heading into this week. I mean, 45 to three, you get humbled like that um, with Houston giving up 200 plus rushing yards to Cincinnati last week. I think this is a game. Ollie Gordon can get back on track. I'm not really looking at that UCF game as a sign of things to come for, for Ollie Gordon after everything he did prior to that game. So I think it'll be a little bit lower scoring game um, than I, I think I picked OSU to put up 41 last week. I won't pick them to cross that 40 point threshold this week. So I'll go Oklahoma State 24, Houston 17 this week. We got to figure out the stat of it, if when we both pick OSU, what is their actual record in that game? Because I think we both. <laughs> Let's see. We we got the first two. We went. We both went OSU. Then the I next think I may get both. that. 
I may go back and look at that and see what the actual record is when we both pick OSU. I think it would be so through the first four games we both went OSU. And so that'd be two and two. And then during the five game win streak, we were kind of off and on. Um, we kind of traded off a little bit. I think we both picked Cincinnati, so that'd be three and two. We both picked OSU to beat Cincinnati. Um I think we were split on we both picked them to lose K-State. Both picked them. I think we split on KU. Yeah. I don't remember what we did for West Virginia. We both picked OSU to beat Cincinnati. We both picked them to lose Bedlam. Right. Both picked them to win UCS. So I think we're three and three. Well, we're going to get above we 500 this win. week. We're going to get above 500 this week. Like, it's, it's, it's going to happen. I don't think. 45 to 3. I just don't see them coming back and and losing yeah. that. But I'm a guy that likes numbers and for Dean to throw that number about what their record is prior to getting held to single points. It'll be interesting this weekend. It will, Juwan. It will. All right, Dean, do you have any more any more things you want to add before we get out of here? I don't think so. Um Final road game. So that, that that that's good for me. I'll be able to sleep in my bed for a little bit after this one. Um but yeah, other than that, I think we're good. Yeah, so post game pod Saturday. Yep, post game pod as always. And then uh all kinds of uh content to read up on Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. We're gonna have all kinds of stuff, so stay tuned for that. All right, as Dean said, he will be back with you guys Saturday. Um, OSU kicks off 3 p.m. against Houston Saturday. You can look at that on ESPN2. Um, I'll be back next Tuesday, so we appreciate you guys joining us for another week of the OSU Sports Extra podcast. Remember to download our podcast. It's free. Spotify, Apple Music, Google, wherever you listen to your Spotify. I mean, wherever you listen to your podcast that you can catch us on. Um, for Jawan Lee and Dean Rule, this has been the OSU Sports Extra podcast. We'll see you guys later.